0: and I have talked about this in other contexts, but it's important to get it on the table, I think, which is these terms are a form of information warfare, whether it's the COVID debate or Russiagate or whatever's going on, BLM. You know, when you get these tech arcs for Google or or Facebook or whatever, and, and some politicians, you know, first they'll say like any alternative view about which medicines work or I don't know how effective, I don't have strong views on this, but you know, I'm open to debate on it, but what they'll say is, well, that's that's misinformation, right? Or that's disinformation. And then it goes from that to Russian disinformation or whatever, name your, your favorite enemy. And I think what's really interesting here is that what they're doing is they're moving you in favor of a view that this is not only taboo to talk about, but actually what's going on is there's a secretive force behind the scenes that are getting you to believe this. And it's an evil force. It's Putin himself, or it's some other thing that you don't understand. And so whether they call you a conspiracy or not, what they do is they, they sort of move along this spectrum of this is, quote, fake news or misinformation, which itself is, of course, a, it, it demands evidence. Well, what do you mean? What's your evidence that it's not just an alternative point of view? And then they move from this to by the way, you're secretly being controlled by the Russian police or China or or, or whatever it is, right? So, so I think it's interesting. Conspiracy theory is almost like it's it's the last point in the argument where they've tried to make these accusations against you, nothing works. And then it's like boom. Of course, you're a conspiracy theorist. You're a denialist.
1: I'd say that with you were just talking about tech oligarchs there, and then you moved, you pivoted towards. Um, some of the big yeah. gangster global leaders like Putin. Sure, I think what's more likely is that yeah. the tech oligarchs, if anything, yeah, are acquiescing to other pe- to other people who are ac- probably acqu- acquiescing to Putin and Xi and their allies. World superpowers that have serious military capability in China and Russia, especially China up against, what, a few shadowy figures?
0: Well, let's see here. I only agree with half of that. I think it's it's pretty clear that, you know, China gets Google to do a lot of its bidding and Hollywood and so on. Um, I think in those cases, they're mostly profit-hungry. So Google wants that market, so does Hollywood, you know, so they'll censor their movies and things like that. I actually think I, I hate to say it because I love my my countrymen, but I think the U.S. is the worst offender. I, I'm much worse than Russia, that's for sure, and and maybe worse than China. And what I mean by that is not the average American citizen or something like that. What I mean is that when you look at you know the the kind of deep state in the U.S., people who are working for you know FBI, CIA, some of the permanent bureaucrats some even in the Biden administration, the Justice Department, you take them and then you take the tech oligarchs who are American citizens, right? These are the ones who are controlling the information flows. I don't think that Zuckerberg is answering to Putin. I think Zuckerberg is answering to the SJWs, the social justice warriors, in his own company. And I think he believes a lot of what they believe. He's worried about them, but he went to Harvard too. And I actually think it's, the ideas that these tech oligarchs are absorbing, and in many cases, actually believe, and certainly they know that their employees believe them. And so they're actually responsible for censoring a lot of the content, changing the algorithms so that people like you or you know dissenters basically end up on page three of Google instead of page one and so on. So, you know, I don't know if we have a disagreement there, but I actually think Putin is a pretty minor player. I think it's people in the United States in positions of power that are, that are much more dangerous than Putin.
1: I think I agree with most of that. Zuckerberg, I think, here's a, he's a possible scenario, is that, so these SJWs, I don't think Zuckerberg gives a flying fuck about them apart from the fact that he has to. Um,
0: Probably, right, yeah.
1: Let's say Zuckerberg is an incredibly powerful person, agreed, because he's... Create, he's facilitated the creation of the SJWs for Russia, China, and America.
0: Yeah, although I would say the SJWs themselves—I mean, the the ideologues here—they're they're basically American. I mean, you know, there's a term in China which is a popular term called Beizuo, and it means something like you probably know it—it it means like white leftist—and and they're openly mocked in China as like self-hating civilization destroying people. These are people who hate their own country, who hate their own culture and so on. It's very hard to find Chinese people like that. I'm sure that the Chinese gladly seize on that. I'm sure they create Twitter accounts that fan the flames of BLM and and that sort of thing. I, I know that's happened. But actually like who's lighting the kindling? You know, it's not China. It's actually internal in my view. It's it's mostly internal enemies. And at the end of the day, these people are the ones, and we have a lot of They're- evidence for this, right? The ones controlling the algorithms at Google and therefore at YouTube, which Google owns, these are true believers, right? They have so-called equity algorithms. Yeah. They have algorithms that essentially favor content that favor certain candidates, like whatever, Elizabeth Warren or Hillary Clinton and disfavor others. We know this is true, and I, I really don't think that their ultimate goal is to please China and Russia. I think that's part of it. I do think those two countries have some power, especially China. But I think it's much worse than that. These are true believers. And they're true believers evil of America and they're true believers that there are certain candidates they might need a official boost and we're going to do it for them and we're totally justified in doing it.
1: For sure. They all I mean these internal enemies as well. Yes, they hate America, no doubt about it, and they are Americans. Yep. By Zhaos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So these internal enemies at Google and Facebook, they're following true believers and they're following an ideology themselves, and that ideology is pretty simple, hating American imperialism, and the answer to that is communism, socialism and communism. It's not new. So you look at let's take China and Russia and just remove them from the Um, the mind map there, and they just exist as these giant opposition superpowers to, as as they see it, capitalist, imperialist America. China and Russia, of course they're trying to bring America down. That's just what nations, that's what superpowers do. They've always done it. That's just who these people are, how they think. Um, So using Twitter and Facebook and whatnot to create these, social justice warriors has had a a very well it's not just it's not actually just twitter and facebook as well right it's the it's the mainstream media as well they love it it's to i think it's ultimately my point is it's ultimately if you keep going all the way up many people benefit from it but it's ultimately to the benefit of china russia and communist allies
0: I agree with that, although it doesn't mean that they're the ones that are principally behind it. So that that might be our only point of disagreement, if, if there is one.
1: No, I think that's right. I think it's a knock-on effect.
0: That's right. And let's think about putting the pieces together here. It's like, there is a quite literal conspiracy by the tech oligarchs, right? And it's not, it's not just Zuckerberg. In fact, Zuckerberg is in some ways the least bad of them. He's, he's somewhat more conservative. In fact, I mean, when, when you look at, for example, the last election, um, Zuckerberg probably allowed more Trump supporters to organize on his platform than, say, Twitter did or, you know, uh, Google, YouTube, et cetera, right? They were much more aggressive at deleting people and accounts and so on. But anyway, when you look at what they actually do, they are quite literally conspiring to influence elections, and that's their explicit goal. It's, it's very obvious, right? not only do the leaders of these companies give money to the democratic party that's on public record we know they do that but it's also that we know and we have leaked tapes from project veritas and other sources that clearly indicate that people at the highest levels of these companies and some of the low-level sjw's are manipulating the algorithms with the express purpose of promoting a certain worldview. they call it equity that's fine they can call it whatever they want but among the implications of promoting equity is promoting certain politicians certain rules and then designating their enemies conspiracy theorists right so they're they're literally conspiring in order to <laughs> discredit their perceived enemies as quote conspiracy theorists so that's one of the ultimate ironies in this in this language game you know this is information warfare they're using a concept which they know has negative con- connotations, which they themselves are engaged in, in order to discredit their enemies. It's, it's really remarkable.